listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. The First Amendment gives Americans five basic freedoms, freedom of speech, press, petition, assembly, and religion. While all five are important, perhaps freedom of speech is talked about the most. Free speech is the cornerstone of our democracy. Although what you say can have consequences, like losing friends or a job, it gives Americans the right to express opinions without government censorship or control. And more importantly, you can't go to jail for expressing your opinion. It not only protects the speech that people like, but speech that people don't. Because when it comes to free speech, either everyone is protected or no one is at all. Freedom of speech. What does that actually mean? Is the Constitution protecting us from all freedom of speech in our nation? No. See, if you are entertaining your family at Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever, you can speak whatever you want at that table or in your house. Well, today you can. Hopefully tomorrow we can still do that. If not, it's because of the government spying on your house. However, what I want to present to you today is this, is the Constitution is very clear on the freedom of speech. What it says is, Nothing whatsoever that you say or do will ever be subject to the state or the federal government preventing you from doing it. That's the real Constitution. But what you don't know, starting in 1943, the judicial system, you know, the Supreme Court and all those people started defining what freedom of speech is in this country. And that's the problem. The problem is now we have absolutely diminished the actual constitution of freedom of speech. I'm going to prove it to you. Because now the government, this government on record, has now determined what freedom of speech is. So go to uscourts.gov to get this information. The First Amendment states, in relevant part, that Congress shall make no law abridging freedom of speech. Congress. You see how they circumvent this? But all of a sudden, the Supreme Court can make laws on the freedom of speech, which they have done since 1943. 
among other cherished values. The Freedom Amendment protects freedom of speech. The First Amendment, called the Freedom Amendment. The U.S. Supreme Court often has struggled to determine what exactly constitutes protected speech. Why is the Supreme Court even involved in this? Because the Constitution states Congress shall make no law. But it's okay if the Supreme Court does that, right? The following are examples of speech, both direct words and symbolic actions that the court has decided on either entitlement to the First Amendment protections or not. So the first part of the podcast, we're going to talk about what the Supreme Court says that the freedom of speech includes. What is this, quote, right that the freedom of speech includes? And this is, again, Supreme Court determinations based upon the culture bringing up into the Supreme Court why they feel that I have been refused my rights for freedom of speech. So the first one, not to speak. Specifically, the right not to salute the flag. So you had these idiots in West Virginia, Board of Education, go figure it out, right? That says, I don't have to do or salute a flag. Students may not be required to salute the flag or recite the pledge the Pledge of Allegiance at public schools if it is contrary to their religious beliefs. 1943. And this was a Supreme Court ruling saying, if you have religious issues in this country, then you do not have to salute the flag and or pledge allegiance to it. This is the beginning of the deterioration of our nation. Number two, of students to wear black armbands to school to protest a war. Students do not shed their constitutional rights at the schoolhouse gate. And this is Tinker versus Des Moines in 1969. Since the First Amendment protections extended to students and public schools, educational authorities who want to censor speech will need to show that permitting the speech would significantly 
interfere with the discipline needed for the school function. This is how the communists work. You see, now there's a law in 1969 that was passed by the Supreme Court that the education system has to prove that they're interfering with these students and censoring their speech. Next one is from Cohen versus California in 1971. To use certain offensive words or phrases to convey political messages. States must have a better reason than a concern for general disturbing the peace when they ban displaying explicit in the public space. So, you know, take it as you want. But this one is saying that you cannot, which I totally disagree with, is that the states can ban anyone in a public space that has any interference whatsoever in their heart about a political issue. Next one. To contribute money under certain circumstances to political campaigns, Buckley versus Valero. 1976, while the government can limit much individual's contribution to political campaigns, it cannot place limits on campaigns' expenditures. Expenditures by a campaign candidate for personal resources or independent expenditures by groups supporting the campaign. What in God's name that has to do with freedom of speech? I, I, I don't know. Again, the court system. Last but not least. Now, these are the things that freedom of speech includes the right. And the last one is to engage in symbolic speech. Burning the flag in protest. This is from Texas versus Johnson in 1989. The First Amendment protects a symbolic speech that prevents states from banning desecration of the American flag. Is is that happening? Absolutely not. The states are not banning the burning of American flags because of this rule. You see, it's, it's building it up. It's changing the society to leave a nation and become part of a tyranny government. The federal government is completely 
out of control. They are completely in a theoretical state where maybe, hopefully not, they will have enough power to take your house, car, your kids. This is where we're going. Going to take a break. We will be right back. Again, go back to the podcast and the link that I have provided, which is part of the uscourts.gov. 
and they have two parts of that in the link in the podcast. Number one, what does the freedom of speech include? And now we're going to talk about freedom of speech that does not include the right. The first one is to incite imminent lawless action. And this was in 1969, I guess, because all the stuff that was going on. A state may not forbid speech advocating the use of force or unlawful conduct conduct, unless this advocacy is directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless actions and is likely to incite or produce such actions. There you have, that's number one of why it's not included. Number two, to make or distribute obscene materials. We're talking about the freedom of speech does not cover these things. I don't care. I'm going to say this right now. I don't care. See, freedom of speech is freedom of speech. And if you have these radical, extreme people that go out and they talk about this, talk about that, let them. They, this country needs it. We do not need to prevent anyone from speaking. No matter what they have to say, what we do need to prevent, which we are not, is actual physical actions towards their political objectives. So this is number two, to make or distribute obscene materials. (laughs) How's that working out? It's constant. It's rapid. So if you think about it, when these people do this, then they should be held accountable. You would think that's how this works, right? But it's not. The First Amendment does not protect obscene speech. Absolutely agree with that. To burn draft cards as a anti-war protest. So they actually put this in the United States versus O'Brien in 1968. Since the government has an important interest in an effective draft system, the First Amendment does not void a law against burning draft cards. Especially since the act of burning a draft cards does not implement a substantial interest. So that is not a right. You know, they can do it, and the Supreme Court says they can do it. 
but it's not part of free speech, which is a good thing. To permit students to print articles in a school newspaper over the objectives of the school administration. That's the third one. The First Amendment offers weaker protections to curricular student newspapers established by public schools than to newspapers that have been established independent by students or designed as a forum for student expression. This was 1988. And this is awesome. You see, the First Amendment doesn't include that right. It's not saying that that person has the right to do it, but at the same time, the state and the federal government does not have the right whatsoever to prevent this. But that's what they're doing because it's in these judicial decisions. They're using this as a means to say that it is not part of the freedom of speech. Of students to make an obscene speech at a school-sponsored event, which we're dealing with Constantly today, public schools have the right to discipline a student for giving a speech at a school assembly that is indecent, although not obscene. They're using, the left is using this judicial judge to ensure that their colleges will not allow anyone that has free speech or anything that will jeopardize or circumvent what the colleges believe free speech is. And this is what Charlie Kirk deals with every day. When we go on these big campuses and they shut us down. It's really that simple. All right, last but not least, a bonehead award. You got to have one of those, right? A tyrant mayor's free speech meltdown. And this is in East Point, Michigan. So I'm going to give you a preamble to this soundbite. She was a police officer for 11 years in Michigan. And then she gets elected as mayor of this town. And she goes bananas. Completely, completely leftist mentality on this person trying to speak during this city council meeting. You're not going 
to believe this. I heard it and I was like, this is exactly what is happening today. They are shutting down the people that have elected them. And they refuse to allow them to have free speech in this world. Take a listen to this mayor elected in this city that refuses to listen to the people that she is now in support of. It is now 7 p.m. I want to welcome everyone to our regular meeting. So the hearing of the public is now open. You get three minutes each time. We ask you to be respectful because we have all ages and backgrounds and people that are listening. There's some things that need to be said. I'm here in support of Councilman Curley. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna stop you right there. Or we're gonna we're gonna stop the council meeting because I'm not gonna let you speak on something that has to do with a police, with the you police don't even know and. What I was going to say. Mayor, you I had a no idea, but I was going to say. Well, I'm going to let her speak, but I'm, okay. Hold on. You're going to have order. But if you're speaking on something that has to do with something that has to do with a police report, we're going to respect the people that's in that. Point of order, Mr. Albright, regarding in, uh, interruption of someone speaking in. And I'm going to have a point of order and I'm going to talk over you. This is going to be one of those meetings I've never seen before. You're not going to disrespect people that have you things hey, going on. knowing what I was going to hey, okay, well, talk I, about public things. She can talk about, about public public things, but I'm giving her a warning, just like we have always give people warnings before they spoke on certain things. That's inappropriate. And I have First Amendment rights as well. This mayor is invoking her First Amendment rights. What the hell? Can you just not listen to what the person has to say and to discern how that information comes into your committee to improve it? No, absolutely not. She is taking this very, very personal and using ridiculous ideology and the people on her board is trying to tell her that this is where we are at when you have tyranny not just at the federal government all the way down to the local government it is time to get back to america and the freedoms that we have when we elect a person into local, state, and federal positions to be responsible to us and not their ideologies or their climb up the ladder in the political world. This is The Gunny. Out. Make a Ford and a Chevy It'll still last ten years Like the show Cause the best of the free life Is still yet to come